0: There's no controversy, I promise you. It's the Joke Workshop. Yay, it's Monday. Yay, it's March. It's March 7th. It's, well the world is moving ahead, and it's crazy. Uh, it's 2022, and it's Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio.fm .fm, and .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We've got, like, this crazily stacked list, and so it's This is, right now, we're in the calm before the storm, uh, before the, like, 26 comedians that wanted to show up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing tonight? there's no Pacifica uh, shout out to, to surf lounge every other Monday and uh, I know people are gonna try to get all of you people you go all the way down to San Mateo you're nuts it caught gas is like six dollars a gallon what are you made of money <laughs> right I'm like can I have two dollars for mutiny radio and they're like let's go to swing and door and spend $27 on gas uh, hey the way the joke workshop works is that comedians do four minutes of jokes and then we have four minutes of comments, and everyone's going to be real nice and constructive and everything. And clap your hands together for your first comedian, everybody. It's Tim Taylor. Yay! Thank you, thank you,
1: Pam. Mutiny Radio, Joke Workshops, who I love. As she mentioned, my name is Tim Taylor. I'm from the Midwest, where diversity is defined as white people with blonde hair and white people with brown hair. Sir, you would be a diversity hire with that mustache. You are white. Okay, there you go. So I was actually there recently and I was reminded, I was in the Midwest, I was reminded of the good family values of the Midwest and made me reflect on my family values, which were a little crooked because our core family value was everything looked relatively good on the outside, even though the inside was a complete mess. It was like every Denny's I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Every Denny's I've been to my life, and you know the um, my my family heritage is Italian Dutch, which is every first date with me at at the Olive Garden. Oh, nonstop breadsticks, right, Ray? We gotta love the breadsticks. But uh, you know it's it's great that people have are able to go to TV shows to like get aspirational families because like modern family has the Dunfees and those other you guys ever watch that show modern family yeah i my aspirational families are thank you which are appropriate for my family that uh that's siren going by is ozark that's where all my families i like i want i want the 70 year old marrying the 17 year old i want people blowing each other's heads off putting their ashes in an urn i just it's just like i want a little less heroin we had heroin a little less killing and about the same number of Mexicans. I don't know why, it just feels right, right? The, f- the food's real good. So, speaking of daughters, um, uh, or family, I should say, uh, my daughter just turned 21, thank you. See, yes, hard. I know, hard to believe I have a 21-year-old. I know, I was reflecting on the daddy-daughter dances that Ray and I used to go to, and uh, was thinking about all the sweet songs they play, these little five-year-olds get all dressed up, hopped up on cupcakes. The YMCA, because they can all spell it. You know what I mean. And daughter is really sweet. They played "You Shook Me All Night Long" at every one I went to. Just like she's a fast machine. She kept her motor clean. She's the best damn woman I've ever seen. With a bunch of five to set, five to twelve year olds, and it's the it's the number one strip strip club song played. Sadly, I know that because my daughter told me. Oh, <laughs> no, she went with friends. It's okay. My daughter is going through the difficulty of, of saying goodbye to a pet. Have you guys ever lost a pet? Very, very sad. When I was a child, I had a slightly annoying pet named Peeve. Oh, yeah, thank you. I pay for those groans. I pay for you. You're gonna tell that joke. It's funny when you get home. But I do have one pet peeve I want to touch on tonight. All right? My pet peeve is how few men know about the clitoris. It is just inexcusable that we don't know about more about the cl- do you know about the clitoris sir okay, got it with a mustache like that you got to know about the clitoris right <laughs> thank you uh, and the thing is, is I all my passwords on my computers and software is clitoris because no man thinks that thinks of it and no woman thinks men know of it in fact in my security questions like what was your first car Ford clitoris <laughs> what was your hometown Clit Arkansas right like What's your mother's maiden name? Jenkins, I have my limitations. I do have my limitations. I do have one other piece to share with you before my time ends up, and and it's this. Ladies who are listening here or here, if you are talking to your man about intimate sexual topics and you ask what what his skills are under the hood and he begins to talk about cars, you have a great mechanic, not a great lover. Thank you very much, I'm Tim Taylor.
0: Tim Taylor, everyone. Everyone tried to do my stripper voice there. <laughs> Tim Taylor. Um, I love the premise of the diversity of white people, and I feel like I want to hear more about that, even though maybe that makes me racist. I don't know. I feel guilty about being like, tell me about the diversity of white people. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in that. Um, and you, what is like every Denny's, you, everyone was oh, laughing at, God. and I...
1: Family looks good. It looks relatively good on the outside. looks horrible. Your family.
0: I oh, would yeah. put the word family in there again so okay. that it reminds us because I was like, huh? Okay, and then good. I was like, what was he talking about? Are they okay. Um This is weird. Uh, the Dutch people like mayonnaise on their fries, That, oh. <laughs> which is gross and white on white, which might be white on white crime. Um, you said blowing each other's heads off. And I thought you could just say it a second time after you talk about brothers and sisters. Got it. So it's the same line, but you mean like, you know. Yep. Second the sexy, not a stripper. She's named Crystal or Candy. I don't know what that means.
2: Okay, yay! Oh, yay. yay. I enjoyed
0: everything.
2: Tim, you're always so funny. I love listening to you talk. Uh I like the one, two, three ended it with Mexican. That made me laugh. Um, just the 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 word Mexican and, and number three just made me laugh and chuckle. Number two, I did not get to go to the daughter's dance because my daughter wouldn't let me go. Number three, uh, how about Clit Michigan? How about oh, yeah, yes. oh, Flint, Michigan? Ow. Because it's so close to oh. Flint, Michigan. Oh. Okay.
0: Well, Anne, is it Michigan's shaped like a thumb? Or there's oh, Michigan yeah, is shaped kind of like, shape like a, a hand head. and there's yeah. a thumb and. Yeah, it's like there's got to be something that you can use the hand of Michigan to rub the console.
3: Clint, Michigan, and don't drink the water. Don't drink the water! Oh, Lauren, don't drink the water. I love it. I love your presence on stage. I just want to say you're very relaxing and enjoyable to watch. Thank you,
1: Thank you very much, Lauren. It means a lot.
3: And oh, one more thing the daddy daughter dance yes i can. thought that you could dis- develop that more do more with that like okay. actually what you're ha- doing at the dance
0: okay yeah cuz you have a there's a lot of material there because yeah. when girls are in junior high the dances are like boys on one side girls on the other and everyone's like and the girls are like dancing in a circle and like what's that like with your dad and is it like i don't know it's That's awesome. I think that you could delve into that. I don't mean don't make it creepy, but it might make just it lend itself to I creepiness. I don't know. Yikes! And That's just me. Then obviously my head just went way creepy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> other comments? Uh, clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Tim Taylor! Yay! Oh God, sure. That's the way the joke workshop works. All right, I'm really excited for it. We've got a rock block. We got a rock block at the top. dance uh clap your hands together uh he's so funny and wonderful one of my favorites on the scene clap your hands wildly for
2: ray khan yay hey guys hey Pam. how's it going what's going on hey happy monday joke workshop listen you guys i am super cheap you guys know that about me just take one look at me i am very cheap my parents are cheap they're immigrants for god's sakes so they had a reason to be cheap uh when you're raised cheap it's very difficult to shake that off right it's just kind of the way you are, so, you know, it takes all the effort I have not to pull over on the side of the road and pick up that sweet-looking ottoman. Yeah, you know the one. It's free, God damn it, It is super free. Yeah, for the low, low price of reversing one-half mile down the side of the highway, that cracked rattan footstool is all mine. Yeah, I am very cheap, people. Oh, listen! I'm so cheap. I uh, I use my bed sheets for way too long. I wear them out thin. I will not buy new bed sheets. I won't buy new bed sheets until I can see the face of Jesus in them when I hold them up. Yep, yep, yep. I know it's time to go to the linen store when my shroud of Turin is bed, bath, and beyond repair. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. true. It's true. Is true. I credit my sheets with the miracle of erection, resurrection. Yeah, you got that? No. <laughs> my refractory period is three days, after which my only son rises from the dead. Hi. You're goddamn right. That sounds sacrilegious. Um, all right. Uh, my family loves bananas. Man, they love bananas. They're crazy about bananas. Banana cream pie, banana bread, banana this, banana that. We have a family rule in my house about bananas. If you leave the house for any reason and you don't bring home bananas, you are an asshole. That's the way it is. I don't care if you go to Cragen's Auto Part, the DMV, wherever. You have a doctor's appointment, you better bring home a bag of bananas because that's the rule. We have bananas on everything, right? So uh, the other day, I ran out of personal lubricants, me and my wife. Yeah, the KY ran out. You know what a tragedy that is. So I went to Target. I went to Target. Pick I'm not ordering that on Amazon. There's no way I'm ordering that on Amazon because the kids might see it. Right? Kids come home. They got a bottle of lubricant. What's this? They ask questions. We got to explain. Too much work. Way too much. So I went to Target because I expect more and pay less. And I got the lube, of course. Went to the shelf. I got the economy size bottle of lube. And then what do I do? I follow the Khan family mandate. What do I get? Ian? What do I get? Banana. Fuck yeah! I get bananas. You goddamn right, I get a whole bunch of bananas. I get three bunches of bananas. I put it on my arm. I got a whole bunch of one. And I got the personal lube in my right hand. I'm checking out at Target, yo. Hell yeah. Now am I gonna see a person with this? No. What kind of freak is that? There's no way. That's all I have. I'm not doing it, right? So I go to self-checkout. I go to self-checkout. I go there. I scan the lube. Ding. No problem. 899 on sale. Economy size. Right? I checked, I try to check the bananas out. What happens? What happens to the bananas? There's no skew on the bananas. There's absolutely no skew whatsoever on any of these bananas. So I can't scan them at all. So forget it. Now you ask yourself, people, how did this story end, Ray, this titillating story? What did you do? What a conundrum fucking stole some bananas from target yo you goddamn right (laughs) i got the ky i got the bananas i left you know why because a man provides people a fucking man provide that's my time thanks a lot pam appreciate it monday night i welcome comments
0: yay
2: (laughs) recon everyone hooray
0: Long way to go for the banana. Did it pay off? I mean, so I I, I think I feel like I I like the length of the banana joke, um, and I like where you're going. It but I would, I would at the beginning maybe just to get us going, like that you had to use an old banana for lube, and then like maybe because who can eat that many bananas? So there must be rotten bananas in your house, yeah. So obviously, when you run out of lube, you use a banana. An old banana, <laughs> which I know is gross, but yeah. you got to take, you got to give us something before it goes down okay. the road. You know what I mean? Because we went okay. real far down the road with you. Yep. And I like, I mean, I like it at the end, Yeah. but I mean, yeah. other people can talk about that. Cool. But the Turin joke is very, very smart.
2: Thank you.
1: Hey, Ray. Always good to yeah. hear you, dude. Love Hooray. it. Um, uh, your energy is always fantastic. Uh, the Bed, Bath, and Beyond joke was funny to me. I no. thought that one was, that was Thanks, good. Man. Um I, I was expecting you to bring back something about the cheapness later on, like when you're at Target, like if, and I also expected maybe that you would act out an eight ninety nine bottle of KY jelly at Target, um, like it was, like oh, scanned got it. it through, like it was a big thing. Got it. And I also thought that um, when you brought up the, the way you go, um, th- there might be a better thing than Ottoman, because either that or you say it more deliberately, because you okay. went through it kind of fast. Um, okay. Um, maybe it's chair or something, but, uh, but the other thing I was thinking was whether you're going to, um, search, uh, like, um, compost bins for bananas. You're so cheap. Like I I, I wanted you to hear, say, I wanted to hear you say more stuff because the funny thing is the the one other thing I'll say is I thought it was funny, but you didn't really connect it that you were, you were concerned that your kids would, would see you doing KY jelly, but you didn't give a shit about people in target seeing you with a, with a bushel of bananas and KY jelly. That's a weird guy to be behind. In line, whether it's self checkout or not self checkout. Right. Oh yeah, got
2: it, yep. got it, got it. Cool. Hooray! Uh, yeah. Oh, the- oh, go here,
4: uh, yeah, good job. I like I liked all that stuff. I I think the you can truncate the part that you're in target a little bit. I think Kay. like with Pam, I did get lost a little bit. Sure. But I knew the bananas were coming at some point. Hopefully <laughs> they always are. Um, and then you have to make some mention about you walking around with bananas and KY jelly. Got just it. some line where it's just My like, God. I'm walking around Target looking like I'm about to film the most fucked up pornography anyone's <laughs> ever seen. Yeah, something like, because that's the most absurd part to me. Right, right. And you you talk about it where you're like, I'm going to go to self-checkout Too set. Brief, though. But just something that's like, just like to punch up that part. Yeah. Okay. That's it's it. gorilla
0: cool, porn. Thanks. Someone thinks that you're f- filming gorilla porn, but it's really like Korea porn, so it's really like <laughs> Sandinistas or something, and it's... Oh, that's good. Cool. <laughs> no, no, no. I hey,
3: thought the, the Bed Bath & Beyond joke, that was great. great. And I agree with the bananas. I thought that um, you were gonna go back to using the bananas instead of the jelly, uh, like old, oh, got old, it, old uh, day-old banana. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, and move. banana KY lube. But you could also go in a different direction when you're in um, Target, um, looking for something else to add to to get to buy to go with the ky and the bananas so that it doesn't look weird,
2: right? Got it. Something Got it. Really yeah.
3: outrageous and go, "Oh, I thought this would work."
0: Yeah, bag of Skittles. Got it. Wait, sorry, well, it's, it's Halloween and it's uh, and it's a gorilla suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one more
4: quick thing. Sorry. Uh, yeah, just one oh, more yeah, thing. So, so it, I, I like I like the misdirection at the end where you're like, "I, I walked down, I stole." Right. The, I think you can switch it where. The KY jelly barcode doesn't work and the bananas does And He's like, So, you know what I did? I mashed up those bananas and I used it as lube. Like, that could be the twist. Oh, and then got it goes it, back it, to it, you it, being it, cheap or something like oh, that, sweet. where it's like, Yeah, a guys got to
2: do what a guy's got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where
4: like, it's like, Or like, I don't want anybody seeing what I'm buying. So, totally. I just mashed up the bananas and made do. Got it. Cool. Like
2: That's that. sweet. Yep.
4: Yeah. Did somebody already say that,
5: like, yeah, because you're going to use it for lube, right? The old banana? Yeah. That's
2: somebody
5: what they said? said. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you yeah. could say, like, like, it's weird. With the bread and the lube, it's like old bananas are more useful than regular bananas. <laughs> the new bananas, for some reason. All right. <laughs> old bananas and new lube. Like, like yeah, expired bananas are more useful than <laughs> bananas. Anyway.
6: Well, no, nothing's cheaper than stealing, so I like that. Yeah, I If they're really cheap, then you can cool. call back the... But, but, um, when you I like the lead in with the cheap stuff, but if you brought it into what you're you're like, you're like, I'm so cheap, this hat I found on the way here, or like these shoes oh. I found in a then it would pull you into the into the space and you could Got it. if you were not something funny. I don't know.
2: Okay, cool. Thank Ben. Clap your hands Thanks together,
0: ben. everybody. For Raycon, yay, oh. 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 Yeah, that's the, way the shop works. All right. Moving along, keep being awesome and taking good notes and paying attention and just, you know, being super respectful and lovely, to your next comedian, Anthony Mitchell. Yay! All right,
7: thank you so much for having me. Much like the country of Ukraine, I am very afraid of bombing tonight, so hope this goes okay. Uh, My name's Anthony, and uh, every day I get maliciously stereotyped. People just take one glance at me and automatically assume, oh, you must work in real estate. Or, oh, this guy works in a law firm. Or even worse, oh my God, you work in gay porn. But no, I do none of those things. In fact, I think all those jobs are so boring compared to what I do. Please ask me what I do for a living. I work in a bank, okay? It's pretty awesome. It's kind of just like the Wolf of Wall Street. The only difference is we're all out of cocaine and all of our hookers are dead. However, I am currently being cuckolded by my wife, so I'm sort of like a taller version of Leonardo DiCaprio. And while I do love my job, banking it's not really my passion. I'm really just using it right now as like a steady, stable income as I fund my real passion project, and no, being a comedian, that's not my real dream. Only loudmouth degenerates want to be a professional comedian. My real dream is to spread medical disinformation across the world. But it's hard because, you know, all the big players are already in its seats, and after I got my COVID booster shot, all my good ideas are being Bluetoothed away to some lab run by Kamala Harris to write new episodes of Young Sheldon on CBS, so it's tough. While I am funding my passion project, I work in the uh, private banking division of my company, and what that means is I work in the... Ultra, I work with ultra high net worth clients, which means I work with clients with uh, investable assets of at least $30 million and up. And I just got to say, firsthand, rich people are just the whiniest, neediest, most demanding people on the earth. All day long, I'm just on the phone with millionaires and billionaires being screamed at. Uh, Anthony, make sure there's enough money in my account to buy a new yacht. Uh, Anthony, come up with new ideas so I can avoid taxes. Uh, Anthony, take this blood money and go bribe the senators from Delaware. I mean, it's so boring. The only thing I really would rather be doing is telling people how cigarettes are a clean and natural way for young, developing teenage girls to get protein. so every week uh, at my job we have these weekly meetings and it kind of just goes over like current events uh how current events are affecting the stock market and how it's affecting our clients and while it is very informative it's not just the titles are very distasteful and disingenuous Uh, like last week we had a title of uh, the title of our weekly meeting was while putin is busy taking over ukraine we'll teach you how to be more money into your clients 401k even worse than that last year like during the height of COVID, we had a weekly meeting and the title was while the world is getting sick we'll show you how sick it is to buy these Chinese healthcare stocks if you hated those you're gonna hate this last one (laughs) cuz I didn't write these my bank did don't worry Uh, the last one was a few years ago and it basically read While more information comes out about suicide victim Jeffrey Epstein, we'll teach you how to reach a younger and younger, a younger and younger child base, (laughs) client base. All right, my name's Anthony. If you want to learn how to turn $4,000 into $40 in the stock market, hit me up.
0: Anthony Mitchell. Okay, first open with that closing line. If you want to turn $4,000 into 40 or whatever, like, that would that's a that's a really that would that would engender yourself to your audience because we don't know because you're like I'm a banker guy and we're like yeah <laughs> Right, like I mean, I'm like money's little piece of paper that float through my hands I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about Also, I didn't have any idea about like I think it's just I'm so unhip and I was I, I don't know what the words young Sheldon are oh. um it's- <laughs> It's okay. state
7: propaganda
0: um, And the Wolf of Wall Street I was like That was kind of dated And I don't remember that either So I was like Maybe like a quick one liner Of either of them Because I, I assumed It's something But And then I was like I'm I'm dumb But but for me It was just another measure Of like I'm not connecting With this guy Do you okay. know what I mean yeah, sure. And I want to connect And I think that's the point Of comedy We want to connect With our audience So unless you're in a room Full of bankers You know We, <laughs> we got a little We have to figure out. Ian's got something to say
8: uh, oh, just a, a quick, uh, uh, quick note. Um, I did, out of curiosity, just how, how long have you been doing uh, comedy stuff?
7: Uh, since January.
8: January. Okay, cool, man. Good for you. That's awesome. Um, uh, I I would try practicing it. It felt like, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but it felt like you you like write out your or plan out your your jokes word for word. Yeah. I would just to make it seem because it at certain points it felt uh, like you were reciting stuff. Yeah. Um, and it. I would just 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 something to it's worth trying uh it's good to do that when you're like figuring out what you want to say but uh I would recommend doing it like bullet point style uh if you just have like you write your your basic premise in like one word and then whatever you want the punchline to be like the punchline could be a bit more exact because that's fine but uh it, it will just make it feel a lot more conversational if you're not because so so much of it is you trying to remember what you wanted to say yeah. and not just just saying it if that if that makes sense yeah for sure but it's uh, yeah it, it, it's uh, good stuff uh, other than that uh, yeah anyway, it's just something to consider but yeah keep it up guys.
7: thank and, you
0: and it comes with time you just have to so much stage time just so go, up, go up, go up, go up like every time and just run it and run it until it becomes like it's just second nature even the words aren't even it's sometimes sometimes I don't even like I'm up there and I'm performing and it's like I don't even know that I'm doing it like it's so memorized or whatever but not memorized. I'm sorry. I disassociate so I don't know what it's like. Like I don't know.
7: No, yeah, I'm trying to get like as much stage time. Yes, uh, just stage
0: time, yeah. stage time, stage time. And you know what else is really good? I don't know if you've seen karaoke. But, um no, and really... Where can I
7: sing karaoke, Pam?
0: Well, there's all... I know, but if you <laughs> sing... Karaoke really helps you with microphones. If you're a comedian and you're not used to microphones, practicing with karaoke, it's like belting, having your l- voice loud and soft and all of these different things, and just practicing with a microphone, whether it's cordless or xlr all of that, I think it's really important.
8: You can also go to karaoke bars and just pick the quietest song and just do your jokes. also <laughs> uh, I, yes! I recommend... Uh, Cat Stevens' father and son is nice and quiet and okay. Anyways,
0: here. You go. That's rad.
5: That's fantastic. I yeah, I would agree. Like I think what I did it with, when I was in that same thing of writing the jokes out just in a you know word for word was just yeah just know know them well enough to just so that you can forget it so that you can just talk about it naturally. But yeah, like you said, just stage time, lots of stage time doesn't help with that. Yeah, it comes. With time. Yeah. I was going to say about, oh, uh, I was just thinking, for some reason it popped in my head when you were talking about how big assholes the, those rich uh, people from private banking are. Yeah. I said I thought you could say that they put the douche in fiduciary. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> just popped into my head. Maybe I invented
9: it. All right, sorry.
4: Uh, so well, when you're on the phone with like cl- like billionaires and stuff, I think... You could be like, and it gets so boring sometimes. But to pass the time, I just try to schmooze the older women to see if they'll put me on the will, oh, okay. just something like that, like a little, like I was waiting for like a little tag there or something, but something along the lines of that.
8: And then uh, one, one last, time. you mentioned having a wife. In your you, do you actually, are you actually married? No. Uh, you might want to. Uh, we could throw away lines like that. It's a little, it's a little confusing. Of if it's, if it's, if you're making something up like that for a joke. It's not that you, you can't do it. It's just. Um, I spent more time. It kind of took me out because then I was looking at your hands to see if you're wearing a ring or uh. not. Because yeah. I didn't believe anyone would want to marry you. But uh, no, 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 no. no. Ah, I don't not, look no, like no, a married no, man. No, 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 no. That's a joke. But but it, it just took me out of it for a second. Yeah, yeah, and you and might. It helps out. if you if you try to keep a certain reality to sure. your yeah. Your
10: Last comment. I walked in late, but I just really hope that you make a comment about your look like your face and the mustache and Uh, just like somehow you're working that into i don't know if you did at the beginning yeah i
7: said uh people think i look like a i work in gay
10: porn oh good that's good or a cop or something or yeah undercover you
0: definitely give off an undercover cop vibe for real yeah yeah that's good i'd use that um sweet well clap your hands wildly everybody the very funny anthony mitchell Come back again and again, yay! And, and there's a little cup up there if you wanna fill the cup with chips, and there's candy, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited that we're all here and paying attention to each other and being so nice. Um, Mike Evans Jr. isn't here, but uh, your next comedian is, clap your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis! Yay!
5: Take your time, Mike Bonds, it's all right. Eat right into my four minutes, you guys. How's it going? Love, ca- love living in California, you guys. Uh, it's, it is expensive, though, in California, obviously. Mostly just the housing, though. Like, the other stuff's mostly the same. Like, the other day I saw this ad for a used car, $9,000. I thought that was pretty reasonable. But it said if you're buying the car to live in it, it's $900,000. I went to Home Depot, too. To buy a cardboard box, six dollars ninety nine cents. To rent a cardboard box, two dollars two hundred fifty dollars a month. Okay, get the words out right. Cool. All right. Friend of mine was telling me all about. My friend loves crows. He was telling me about how smart crows are. The other day, you guys heard about how smart they can be. They use tools. My friend said they hold grudges. They'll shit on your car if you don't put. Food in the bird feeder, stuff like that. It's interesting how so many of the examples we use to talk about how smart they are, are them being like total assholes, you know? It's like, yeah, you know, uh, if a young crow is gay, they'll kick it out of the nest. I said they were smart, not progressive. That comes later in the evolutionary cycle. They use tools, to kick you out of the nest if you're gay. They're pretty much where my dad was about 1982. Cool. What else? The other day I was making breakfast, I realized it's worse to uh, slightly burn your toast than it is to completely burn your toast. Completely burn your toast, you just throw it away, start over. Slightly burn your toast, you have this idea that you're gonna save it, you know, you start scraping it off. You ruin your breakfast to save 35 cents because we think we care about waste, but we don't actually, I don't know. Shit, what else was I gonna say about that? It's like the sunk. It's basically the sunk cost fallacy. I don't know. We do the same thing with relationships, right? Where the relationships kind of, you know, we have to fight a little bit to keep it going. We just like ah, I don't want to waste it. I don't know. I had another line about that shit. I just forgot it. Ah, shit. Anyway, if you if you are if you are uh, if you are making breakfast, you slightly burn your toast. Do yourself a favor. Uh, put it back in the toaster and completely burn it because it's better that way. Uh, what else? Um. I, I, you know, I, I really want to be uh, supportive with uh, using they them for a single person uh, But obviously in context it can it can really screw things up consider the sentence uh, They cheated on uh, they fucked my wife <laughs> Right, it's like at a certain point. It's like okay. Wait a minute. Was this a non-binary person fucking my wife? If so, we'll go to counseling. I'll wear a dress whatever it takes we'll make it work if This was multiple people and it was a gangbang. I don't know I may have to go with the OJ route or something I don't know <laughs> I show up at that house, how many waiters am I going to have to kill, you know? OJ stuff. Keep it fresh. (laughs) Keeping it fresh, you guys. (laughs) That OJ, the OJ stuff never gets old for me. I don't know why. Probably because of Norm MacDonald. Uh, What else? The other day, I was, um, I was parking my car in this really busy part of Berkeley, and there was this big, huge spot, just like a cherry spot, fantastic, I couldn't believe I found it. I pulled up you know in front of the car, in front of the spot to back in, and somebody did the, like, curb your enthusiasm level, pull in frontwards into the spot, and I was just like, what the I was just textbook. And I was like, I had to know what this person is doing. Like, are they that person that's like, I don't know the rules, or are they like, I don't care, it's my spot now, motherfucker? I don't know what kind of person it's going to be. I got, I actually got out, and I was just like, Excuse me, you know that you just did this, right? And they were just like, and I realized suddenly, I'm like, Oh, they these are Spanish speakers, and they have no, they indeed do not have any idea. And I was just like, You, you can't do that. Just, I say, Lo siento, Lo siento, and they're like, Okay, and I'm like, No, 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 you say Lo siento. You say lociente. I'm sorry. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> that happened to me for real. Thank you.
0: Bye. Yay. Dan Lewis. All new stuff. Stay up there. Don't know. No. Um, that was great. That real story at the end. The smart crow thing is all like developed already. The only thing is like, I don't know, maybe your dad yelled a lot and you can make like a sound of a crow or something. Or right. somehow they're the similar right. sounds or something. I scrape my toast. Anyway. I know. And then, yeah. I, but I thought I thought it was amazing that you made a toast joke into a relationship joke. I was just like, that's I want genius. That's that. that's great. I believe I believe in it. I believe in that joke
6: we'll
5: for the future
0: out. someday. Pretty convoluted. it develop. Right it's yeah. the first time I've heard you say it, but I like yeah. it.
4: First time. Um, so for the for the crow part, when you go like, it's funny that we measure their intelligence based on how much of an asshole they are. It could be funny if you'd be like, we don't talk about our friends like that. It's like, I got this friend named Fred. He's the smartest guy I know, but he beats his wife. <laughs> Super smart though, something like that, where you just kind of make a mention of that. Right, right.
8: Um for the the, the last the, the story you told, uh my my first thought was because you say that they don't like they don't speak English, they don't know. What what like they didn't know they were in the wrong?
5: He absolutely, had no clue. But not they didn't know why this weird guy was. Like,
8: base, but just because they don't speak English doesn't mean they don't know. Yeah, that's what driving I, etiquette.
5: Yeah, I I I just all all that's the only thing I could think of was the fact that perhaps because they are spend most of their life in another country that they simply don't know that you don't do that. They had no clue that that was a yeah, bad thing to
4: do.
8: Because I think a potentially, if you want to add some exaggeration to it, you could. Uh, I mean. Maybe they did know they could do it. Because do you think they were just playing the fool? Just a uh, do, do you think you're the rube in that story? No.
5: Well, yeah. I mean, eventually, I was just like, I wanna, I just wanted to know, and and I wanted to like be passionate about it without seeming scary. So I was just like, oh. You just
8: like yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Know. Like, you, you know, when so you angry. left and got back in your car, they were probably like, what a fucking asshole. You definitely, know, like they,
5: definitely, yeah. And I, I, I thought about that. They, they probably it. spoke English, yeah. Yeah. Or, <laughs> and yeah, and they were like, yeah, what a dick, under, right? No, yeah, they understood completely. What a troglodyte. Yeah. Yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't know what troglodyte means, but I'm sure it's bad. Uh, it, it, yeah. I'm sure you are one. They so, speak English uh, really
5: no, well no, was the point, no, okay, yeah.
8: Yeah, yeah, uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, just other ways you could. So you could either take it, yeah, I feel like you could try to do something with expanded out of the yeah. you know and made you look like a jerk. Or also just the idea that it is just ridiculous that just because they don't speak English, they should still know it's it's wrong.
5: Yeah, maybe that's too much confusion on that one, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah thank you thank you
10: um with the burnt toast joke and the fact huh. that you're making the analogy to uh a relationship i feel like when you have those instructions about burning the toast at the end so that you like burn it all the way mm-hmm. that you could kind of circle back to the relationship piece i
5: meant to and I meant be like to. just cheat on that just bitch, cheat on it. that's yeah. exactly what I, was, I forgot to say that's a good yeah exactly
10: no matter how
0: much butter you put on a piece of burnt toast, it still doesn't taste good. I
5: taste the burn still. I don't know about you. I do. Anyway, thanks, guys.
0: Thank Yay, Dan Lewis. <clears throat> All right. That's how the chocolate works. I'm super excited for your next comedian. It's you, Hillary. Do you need to set up your little camera? Cool. You're taping yourself. Good for you. All right, hey everybody, we have a couple comics left where we keep do comments and then it's just an open mic. So keep taking notes, pay attention, and clap your hands together for Hillary Lanham, yay!
10: Hello, yes, um, my name is Hillary Lanham and that is very much a white girl name. I sound like I could be Laura Lee Gilmore's like, best friend for one episode or something along those lines. Um, But I uh, have this name when I have this face, for those people who can't see me, I'm Asian, um, because I was adopted. So I spent my first two years in a Korean orphanage. So who has two thumbs and attachment issues? This girl. But um, in addition to that, uh, so then I was adopted by this very, very, very white family from Buffalo, New York. And you know what? The thing is, I realized that is what led me to be standing here in front of you all today because I did not get my fucking dragon mother. Sorry, tar- tiger mom. To I needed like a short Asian lady, angry, beating me upside the head with her slipper, telling me that bees on my report card were not acceptable, right? Or, and like telling me that she would disown me if I didn't become a doctor. But what did I get instead? I got a... Irish Catholic father who I'm pretty sure was, you know, very um, much an alcoholic and very repressed. And then I had a mentally unstable mother who then had a mental breakdown when I was uh, five and left my father and then had so much guilt for the rest of her, you know, for the rest of my childhood that it basically was filled with all-you-can-eat Captain Crunch and midnight showings of the Rocky Horror Picture Show when I was 10 years old, which I'm pretty sure neither one of those things are stops on the road to becoming a brain surgeon. But... You know, the other thing was, so I think really, in a lot of ways, I should be grateful that I was adopted, right? Because living in an orphanage, Jesus Christ, I'd probably be like a prostitute in South Korea at this point. Although I would at least be getting laid on the regular if that was the case. But no, the other thing is, though, I'm still even resentful of the fact that I was adopted because of the fact that You know, I should have been adopted by a nice liberal Jewish family. And instead, I was adopted by these Irish Catholics. But no, the only other, every other Asian person I know who's been adopted were all adopted by Jewish people. And to prove this, the only other Asians I knew when I was in grade school were Mara and Kara Finkelstein. So clearly, they were both getting their bat mitzvahs. And, you know, I would have taken those extra days off. I would have learned the Torah for a couple thousand of dollars. I mean, shit, I do that right now if anybody's willing to pay me for that? But no, it's like uh, I, I didn't get any of those things. Instead, I just got this middling sense of like, you know, privilege and white, white or sorry, entitlement and white, white privilege, which I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to feel that because I'm not white. But I definitely feel like a white girl at, at heart. And so no, the other thing the other thing that I did get, though, was this really insane ability to drink like a goddamn fish. So I can pretty much, it's the merger of nature versus nurture. Koreans are known for their, you know, ability to drink, and Irish certainly are. So combine those two together, then you have a super-strength alcoholic, basically. And the one thing I'll say about that is that not only am I a good drinker, but I'm an even better blacker outer. So... I'll tell you about that some other time.
0: <laughs> Hillary landon yay! <laughs> all right, all new ranting. Good.
10: Yeah. <laughs> it's some old ranting. Hi, Hillary. Hi. How are you? Uh, good. Um, I so, like your overalls. Those thank are, you.
9: You're biting my style. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you have a jumpsuit too. I have one I'll, too. Yeah. But anyways, um, I think uh, I think your setups. Are a little too long.
10: I know. I'm really wordy.
9: Ye- yeah, but there are jokes in there still. Like okay. How you talk about like I'm an Asian mm-hmm. who has white parents. Right. All right. Now get to the punchline where you're talking about Cap and Crunch. Okay. Now you're talking about Asians who are also adopted by white people, but but are Jewish. Right now get to the punchline about the bar mitzvahs faster got it so just try to like minimize everything to like three sentences yeah but otherwise i think you do have good material within this okay
10: thank you
0: your perspective is really unusual and i'm in i think it's really interesting that you had more trauma from your white adopted parents than you did from like the korean
10: Yeah, the the parents who abandoned me versus... Right, exactly. So the
0: people that adopted you gave you more trauma than the people that abandoned you. So that's like right there, that nugget is really rich. Yeah. And that also that you identify as a white girl. I really delve into that too. That's got to be a lot of fun and that's like unique. And um, yeah, that superhero stuff, I'm on board. Like keep going farther. What's the superhero's name? Is it like Kompai or I don't know any um, (laughs) Korean, so... I, I don't either. Right. Or swauncha <laughs> some weird Irish word like right. you could make up some superhero. I think Yeah. It's, keep talking all this through because there's a lot of stuff in
10: there. Yeah, thank you.
11: Hey, it's Hillary, right? Yes. I'm Dan. I'm from Boston.
10: Hi Dan from Boston.
11: Um I love as another Asian comic, I love I think the like I love the personal stories and stuff like that. Um I think one thing that really helps is like with the wordiness is slowing down. 'Cause I think yeah. naturally as you pause, you start to naturally filter out words that aren't necessary to the punchline.
10: Right. right.
11: And then that also lets the audience also absorb the the personal stories and the juxtapositions you're setting up, which which are great. Yeah. Um and so I think I, I, I think the pot pa- the pausing will help with that. I, I I also agree with Pam too. I think there's something like I think the Irish Korean juxtaposition or comparison is there's a lot of gold in there yeah like you could be like oh irish people and korean people are both uh you know belligerent drunk like drunk drunk people like you right know right, I mean? right or something right. like that um so yeah no but good stuff all around I, th- I thought they were great
10: thank you both like deep fried fish what's that koreans and irish people don't they like deep fried fish like fish and chips i like, mean I guess that's yeah English. i think they like i kind of consider the <laughs> out never right <mind. laughs> yeah Okay
3: More comments um, Lauren has something I to just say. wanted to say I love the line um, Stops on a road To brain surgeon
0: Okay That thank, was great Thank you <laughs> Clap your hands Wildly everybody Thanks For Hillary so Yay You, you, you. Mm, Yay All right This is the last comedian That we're going to be Giving comments to And clap your hands Wildly for Ian Langlands Yay
12: The Has been
0: Thank you, everybody.
4: Um, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty unexceptional person, um, right? By looking at me, could you tell? No. Uh, I'm pretty unexceptional, and it's getting to the point now where I'm just looking for anything that'll make me seem even a little bit interesting, you know? Like, I'm scraping at the bottom of the ba- barrel for something because everything is pretty mundane with me. Like, it's getting to the point where I go to the doctors, and I'm just hoping they diagnose me with something, you know? <laughs> Like, nothing that's going to kill me, but something that'll start a conversation at a party, you know? Like, cystic fibrosis, you know? That's something, right? Even, like, in therapy. Like, I'll go to therapy. I'll talk to a psychiatrist. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, this guy better give me some kind of mental illness. I really want something. Like, I'm on deal or no deal or something. I'm like, come on, high-functioning autism, high-functioning autism. Fuck! He gives me the diagnosis. He's like, well, the results came back. Uh, You're just a piece of shit. So... I didn't know that was a psychiatric term. Uh, I've lived in San Francisco now for a few years, and I'm starting to become more progressive. I can feel myself getting more progressive every day. And it's great, but I would go as far to say that I am the most progressive straight white guy in San Francisco, okay? Not a competition, but it is to me, okay? I really think I am. Like, I'm so progressive that if I'm sitting in my car and a black guy is walking down the street, most people, they lock the doors. I unlock it, okay? Okay? And I let him know he could come in. He could take what he wants, too. He could take the fucking car. We'll call it reparations, you know? That'll be a day, right? But I also live with two lesbians, also. That's how how progressive I I am. Round of applause for me, okay? I'm an ally. I'm an ally to the LGBTQ community. I live with two lesbians. One of them is my sister, and the other is a copy of Ellen Season 13 on DVD. But I count it. I round up. I live with two lesbians. I do actually live I live with my, my, my sister and her girlfriend. And um, I'm starting to learn about lesbians. You know, I, it's, a, it's a whole other type of person that I didn't know anything about. Like, I learned this cool thing about lesbians that are really mean to their younger brothers. <laughs> 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 really mean. Uh, and there's two of them, and they're strong and girthy, and I can't take them, I'll be honest. <laughs> I cannot take them. But th- the thing, another thing I learned is they do everything in excess. They do everything to the fullest degree, you know? Like, they can never just do something small. Like, we got a cat and it was great. And a few months later, they were like, let's get another cat. So they got another cat. So now they got two cats running around. And, like, I get that they're lesbians and they love pussy, but they're really jamming it down my throat, all right? <laughs> Didn't realize it translated to feline as well, but, you know, they're consistent at least. Also, the amount of fucking plants that are in this goddamn house is insane, you know? I feel like I'm in the fucking botanical gardens sometimes. I gotta hack through the kitchen with the amount of plants that are in there. And the funny thing is, is that like I start taking care of it because I live in this house, so I'm starting to take care of the cats, I'm starting to take care of the plants, and I catch myself like talking to the plants too. I'm like watering it. I'm like, ah, oh, Mr. Fern, looks like you're not seeing a lot of sun. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? I think I'm becoming a lesbian. I think that's what it is. I already got the haircut. Uh, now I just can't stop listening to Tracy Chapman. So. Is that too outdated of a reference? Okay, that's all I had. Thank you, everybody.
0: Ian Laglitz, yay. Well, you're my favorite. You can do no wrong. I love everything you do. Um, I paid her to say that. Yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not, not going to be helpful today because I just was enjoying watching you. And I'm like, yay, new stuff. I like the weird new lesbian stuff. I think you're really likable. You can say anything. I like it when you do more act outs, though. Like when that one time when you went like that. Yeah, I do okay. that as much as possible. That'll make me laugh
13: yo <laughs> what's up what's up man what's up i liked um where you're going with like the whole doctor joke where you were like i want him to diagnose me something because i'm a loser and uh i feel like i feel like you could go with like a, a different turn instead of saying like you diagnosed me as like a piece of shit. maybe like look up like a real diagnosis and then like manipulate the words a bit to make it sound kind of like a wordplay you know what i mean like like he d- like maybe with the intent that you're a piece of shit, like make that assumption mm-hmm. but uh m- Find like a word or like a disorder. Okay. And then maybe after, if nobody knows what it is, you could state what it is. And then people will be like, oh. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Whatever disorder has the best drugs, get that one and then give them to me. You should bring back the act out <laughs> at the party, but with a
9: piece of shit. So you're like, oh, what are you? Oh, I'm a piece of shit.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
8: That makes sense. Uh,. I like the uh, I, I like the lesbian stuff. Um, I always like lesbian stuff. Uh, oh, we yeah, know, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, know. yeah no, that's gross. But uh, I I was um, you you do kind of yeah, when you're doing it uh, you kind of say like you, you it's almost like you're, you're talking when you're talking about living with lesbians you you said a couple times just like lesbians in general like it was almost like uh, you're including all lesbians mm-hmm. in the way you're talking. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that particular joke might because. What you're saying it, it only really needs to be about your sister and her girlfriend. Yeah. So I think it might focus it more because I, if you do it, uh, a general thing, you could be then people are gonna be like, "Are do all lesbians do the things you're saying claiming?" But if you're just like my sister and her girlfriend do this or that, mm-hmm. then everyone will just be more along for the joke. If that makes sense.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just kind of wordy to say my sister and her um, girlfriend every single time. Oh, well, you could just say they okay instead of just saying yeah.
8: instead of just saying the word lesbians yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it's um okay yeah um i don't think i I'm can the whi-
0: i'm the wokest, yeah, yeah, w- wokest white guy and i don't know. don't know how to use they in a sentence
8: uh, well i meant they i meant they in the generic the generic term um and uh you know if you want a really dumb joke you could be like i, I live with lesbians which is uh nice you know and uh <laughs> Uh, and one of them uh, is my sister, so uh, extra nice. Yeah, uh, okay, uh, okay. Um, anyways, okay.
0: Any other comments?
4: Cool. Oh, my God. Ryan Goodcase. I just want to
14: oh <laughs> disagree with Ian real quick. Uh, the one part that's I think is funny is when it sounds like you're talking about lesbians in general, and then you said uh, they're really mean to their younger brother, because yeah. that's clearly a personal thing. Uh-huh. So if you lead them, hold on. I got the mic.
4: <laughs> you know he won the uh, World Series of Comedy, right? All
14: I want to say, if you lead them to think you're talking about lesbians in general, and it's a very specific thing, I think that's a good joke structure.
4: Okay. Yeah. I, I agree
0: with no. That part is. Good. Sorry, I, I, mean, I wasn't on that. That part is a good joke. Mm-hmm. What? Sorry. Yeah, that mic that mic doesn't work. I'm sorry. Uh, well, mm, you don't right. get any. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no you can have the other mic i'm
8: just i'm (laughs) just saying that part is good that joke but then after that but after that yeah you should make it more just about them specifically you don't need to
4: keep it general once you do right okay got it all right thank you everybody clap your hands
0: together everybody ian langland yay yay all right so oh yeah, I know everything falls apart. The entropy in this space is great. Uh, so we don't have to give comments anymore, which is really great. And we have an undisclosed spot, and we have so many people here today. Um, Orion and Ryan and Good Case, do you want to like mad dog each other to see who takes the spot right now? He drove. Okay. Uh, hey, clap your hands together right now for Orion Levine. Yay!
6: That's what happens when you're not a broke bitch, Ryan. Right? You get to go. <laughs> 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 Hell yeah. Um, if there's, if you're having sex and there's music playing, do you fuck on beat? Is that? I feel like I can't not. I feel like I can't not do. I I, I don't know why I become a metronome in that moment, but yeah, I. Uh, I don't know I just I don't know it's impossible not to march to the beat of my own meat in those instances <laughs> uh if I'm in a rush, I'll put on a drum roll. That's what I'm saying, you know what I mean okay um I don't know i <laughs> it's embarrassing if I had any rhythm, they would know it's up, but uh. They don't. I, I. That's why I put on something with no discernible rhythm, like a penny falling down a well or a white woman beatboxing, ironically. Uh, yes. Uh, I'll say it. I send dick pics. I do it. Um, I wrote some dirty jokes, uh, of course. Um, yeah, I I do it. Uh, don't worry. I'm safe about it. I wear a condom. Um and uh, always solicited, unless it's to my brother. He would never agree to it. Um, <laughs> hell yeah! I wear this, but uh, I probably wouldn't wear. Uh, normally, I don't wear a hat on the stage, but uh, I, I'm wearing. I wear this Bulls hat. I'm not a fan of sports at all, uh, but I still wear. I still wear sports apparel. I do. I wear sports apparel all the time because I love cartoon animals. And when men don't respect me, so. Uh, People are like, oh, you're a fan of the bulls? I'm like, no, but I love the concept of an angry red one. Um, Like, you weren't there for uh, when Jordan was great. I'm like, yeah, but what did he do for agriculture? Uh, (laughs) Or rodeos. Hell yeah. All right. Say what you will about Republicans. Uh, I think one thing we can all agree on is that they sell better merch. They do. Um, They kind of killed it with the merch. Don't Tread On Me, I thought that was a skateboard company until last year. (laughs) It's cool, man. MAGA hats, that's Supreme. Give me one of those. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Swastikas is a cool shape. Um, All right. yeah. Democrats have shitty merch. They do. I think that's why we lost the election. I do. I think if you look at it, Trump had good merch, man. He he made straws. The guy made plastic straws. You got to give it to him. He did. He made plastic straws. Uh, Biden doesn't have any, no merch. He's a, Obama had merch. He had the hope posters, you know, the, the posters. Biden should have cope, I think. Um, Hell yeah, honk it Pam. Um Alright. You guys alright? That's good. Um Yeah, I, I I get I get high every single day, um, right before I go to work. And uh, the thing about working with kids is it's uh they're mean. Um <laughs> They I, I got money stolen out of my backpack. I work at, uh I used to work at this middle school in the marina and they but it wasn't marina kids. They they were um poor. And uh, they stole money out of my backpack, which a lot of money too, sixteen dollars. Um and <laughs> I told my boss about it. She was cool, she was like, you know, that's not okay, it's not your fault. I'm gonna we're gonna uh I'm gonna talk to HR, we're gonna reimburse you. How much money did they steal? I was like, sixteen hundred dollars. Uh All right. Thanks, guys. These are the best pens. These are my favorite pens, your Mutiny Radio. They're really good. Grab a pen. Thanks, guys.
0: Yay. Oh, Ryan Levine, it's such a pleasure that you stopped by. Grab a pen. And there's candy and chips. And uh, your next comedian, clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Jared Senna. You heard her, guys.
9: Clap your hands wildly. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. All right. How are we doing? How are we doing? Good. All right. My name is Jared. I've been doing stand up regularly for two months. I'm not doing stand up every night, though, because I want to be rich and famous. I'm doing stand up every night so I can take a pic and I can post it on my Tinder profile. Uh, (laughs) um, Saying you're a stand up comedian just sounds better than saying you're five foot two and work at Pete's Coffee. More often than not, I bomb, but as long as I get a pic of me with a microphone, no one will ever have to know the difference. Keep the bragging rights, everybody. Um, what else? Okay, so I'm a Gen Z person, so that means I grow up with Xbox Live chats and social media. Like, that means you can say whatever racial slur you want to me, and I won't get mad at all. But if you ever unfollow me on Twitter, then it's fuck you forever. <laughs> okay, what else? How do we feel about going to war, guys? figures 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 that's not very fun dying is not not fun i don't i don't ever plan on like getting exploded by artillery on a friday no no <laughs> um i i personally don't know what to feel about bringing back a draft like i really don't want to get shipped off to war but at the same time i never got the chance to study abroad in college <laughs> like okay i know it's war but are you going to turn down a f- a trip to Europe? Not again. Pandemic happened, ruined my chance. Um um like yeah, like I said. Like I get that it's war, but you're telling me housing and travel is paid for and I don't get to go to class? That almost makes up for it, apart from the fact that I might die or or get run over by a tank. Um, Um, you know, uh, believe it or not, I actually have a lot of experience shooting guns and getting into fights in Call of Duty. Um, If you ever find yourself in a shootout and you get shot, just, like, stay calm, lay down, like, die, and wait till you respawn on the map. (laughs) Okay, uh, so I mentioned that I work at Pete's, but two weeks before I got that job, I actually got fired from my old job. And that sucks because I really liked it. But you know what? I don't feel... I don't feel bad about that because I kind of feel good about myself. I stood up for myself. Someone had to tell that 12-year-old that I was tutoring to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I used to be an English tutor. I got fired because I yelled at a kid. I yelled at him. You could hear the sound waves from, like, planets away, man. You could probably hear it here. Um. I don't understand, apparently if you yell at a kid, you have anger issues. Uh, what, because they're younger than me, I'm supposed to be the bigger person? First of all, most 12-year-olds are already fucking bigger than me. Uh, like, I was getting bullied by 12-year-olds, guys. Um, <laughs> you know, th- not, I'm just gonna end it right here. Thank you, everybody, you've been great. Come on, come on, come on! Jared in
0: everyone! All right. Moving right along. Your next comedian. Put your hands together for Newman Shake! Yay! (laughs) What's
15: up, guys? Uh, I think I'm the youngest person here, pretty sure. But I do remember 9-11. I specifically remember... I was watching the newscast with my parents. My parents looked horrified at what they were watching. If you don't believe that, you're probably racist. Um, But we were watching that, and I picked up the remote and changed the channel to Nickelodeon. That's that's what I remember. They clearly didn't like what they were watching, and I thought SpongeBob would be a much more enjoyable experience. Um, Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of reality TV. I love reality TV because it makes me feel better about how I'm doing as a person. Like, um, I'm, I'm very single right now. I'm incredibly single. But uh, I was watching that show, My Strange Addiction. And I was like, you know, I'm not addicted to licking urinals. If that's how low the bar is, I'm doing pretty well right now. So, um, I'm not a very smart guy. I'm, I'm up here right now. You guys, you guys would probably tell that. Um, then I was watching that show, Naked and Afraid. I was like I'm not that stupid. You yeah. know. Okay, maybe you guys don't believe me. Um I uh, I also love HGTV. I love HGTV cuz that network is just basically like fuck poor people, you know? I um like fixer upper is it just basically a show where somebody has a leaky faucet and it just like destroy their home and build a new one. I don't have a living room, so I don't know, that's tough. I feel like if like HGTV wants to like Market themselves for like a younger generation, they need to like a, make a spin off of House Hunters, just call it Risky Rentals. Just a bunch of like undergrads looking at that closet they stuffed Harry Potter in, and being like, you know what, we could thrive here. I, um, back in high school, um, they made us watch this, uh, health documentary called a Super Size Me. You guys remember that? What? Yeah, if you don't, it's basically this like documentary where like this guy eats McDonald's every day to show it's bad for you. I was like, you just walk into McDonald's and like figure that out yourself. You didn't need to eat McDonald's every day. Find out. I also like no nobody nobody who eats a Big Mac twice a day is like, you know, I'm gonna improve my life from here, you know? Like that's gonna eat the second Big Mac and then go get laid. You know, that's not what's happening. I um think uh I think I'd be a good boyfriend. <laughs> I don't, that wasn't even a joke. That's not the. <laughs> I think I think I'd be a good boyfriend because like I worked customer service, you know, like I know how to like fake caring about things I don't give a fuck about. Like that's also I know how to get yelled at in public, so that's I feel like that's a plus. I um, I, I'd be such a good boyfriend that I would like only cheat for the right reasons, you know, like if my girlfriend thought I was cheating on her and I wasn't at that point, then I would cheat on her, you know. Cause, like, I'm a good boyfriend. I heard you gotta like validate people's feelings. All right, that's all I want to try out. Goodbye, guys.
0: new Shake, everyone, <laughs> giving his minute back to the room. Thank you so much. Uh, your next comedian, uh, regular on the punchline stage, he's here tonight. Everybody, clap your hands for Ian Levy. Yay! <laughs> oh,
8: hello, everyone. Um, <laughs> I, uh, let's see here, I have a uh, a new uh, neighbor who I met today, and she has uh, two cats, uh, and I asked her today, what are your cats' names, uh, and she pointed at the cats and said, uh, that one's named the big one, and that one's named the small one, uh, and I was like, well, what are the chances that uh, your cats have the same name as my testicles? Uh, okay, there we go. Wrote that right now. Okay, I regret saying it. Um, I have um, uh, my mom. I have a mom who's very uh, She's very supportive of my comedy. A bit too supportive. Because uh, she's constantly trying to suggest joke ideas. Uh, but I don't think she knows what a joke is. Uh, because she'll be like, hey, what about Hickama? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she'll be like, do a joke about Hickama. And I'm like, what do you... What do you mean? I was like, it could be like, ooh, uh, uh, a That's crazy, right? And I'll be like, what? And then be like, you could say it in a funny way, like, a uh, jicama. And then I, was, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> that's the last part. I just added. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, I was sitting in the park today, and I watched uh, little kids play uh, a little uh, – people trying to teach kids how to play Little League. It was like a Little League practice uh which i didn't know they needed practice at best it doesn't it, i don't think it matters the amount of practice they get it doesn't who's it for the kids can't catch or, or throw or hit the ball when it is on a stick and the parents okay i don't know it's just it's not really a joke it's just an observation but um i uh let's see here what else do i got um i went on an old timey tour recently uh, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I went on an old timey tour, and it was kind of a weird because the tour guide uh was in character the whole time. So as we were walking around, people would ask her questions, but she kept going. Anytime someone had a question, she'd be like, "Ooh, I'm just a businesswoman from the 1850s. I don't know such things." And it's like, "Yeah, but you're also our tour guide." So I don't know if it, you know. And at at the very end, uh, she said, "Hey, if you guys like the tour, uh, I do accept tips." Uh, and so I tipped her a nickel. Uh I was like, hey, as a businesswoman from the 1850s, you know, that's gonna feed you for a fortnight, right? Okay, what are we you know, I don't know I there we go. <laughs> um I uh I used to I used to be a full time nanny. Uh and when I did that uh when uh at a certain point the the owner of the the family or the owner of the family <laughs> the owner of the house uh like the, the guy the, the dad uh, they they had a hot tub installed um and uh he told me he was like hey if you ever want you can use this hot tub uh, anytime you want uh you you could come, you don't have to be on the clock you could even if you you know you could bring someone if you want like uh like a date and i was like what are, are you how is that sales pitch supposed to work of like hey babe uh you know where a week ago you me at a six-year-old in a hot tub? does that sound like he'll be wearing water wings and a snorkel so okay uh, I've been watching clips of the TV show undercover boss recently um where it's like the the concept of you know a, a CEO of a company goes and he works as like a cashier or something to check out his, his company. Uh, and I think I would like to see, uh, I'd prefer the inverse of that show, where a cashier has to go uh, the upper echelons and try to fit in. So it's just like a Wendy's employee at an eyes wide shut orgy. Just like, I don't know what to do. What is happening? But okay, that's all my time. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Ian Levy, everyone, hooray! It's exciting that you graced our stage. Uh, we have a rock block of really funny people, and your next one is one of my favorite people in the Bay. Put your hands together for Lauren Kraut, yay!
3: Thank you. Ooh, cup. So, what's up with jicama? <laughs> Thanks. Being in the present moment is, um, is what it, where it's at. Because we can't, we can't live in the, fa- in the past, because where would we park our car? We can't live in the future because it hasn't happened yet. So we have to be in the now, that's where it's at. Like right now I'm telling this joke. Right now people are listening. Right now you're wondering where is the punchline to this long-winded thesis on mindfulness? Well, so am I. So am I. I'm on to the next premise. Punchline is so yesterday. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, I never buy potato chips. As a devout anorexic, they never fit on the menu. <laughs> I've trained myself not to eat them. Like, they're, there they are right there. It's like they're making me... No, no, stay away. Good, good. I love potatoes in almost any form. Fries, scalloped, baked Hash browns, what else is there? Boiled. But I draw the line of potato chips. I won't eat them. Because when I look at them, I see nothing but empty calories and salt. And if I'm going to go out and go off my diet, I'm going to have something good like chocolate or the occasional blowjob. <laughs> but yesterday I bought a bag. I went out, I I deliberately went out and got it. I looked forward to it, I planned it. I paid for it, I took it home, I opened it up, I ate it. And then before I knew it, I was eating the whole bag. And uh, I don't remember the rest of that joke. I finished the bag and that's it. Um, what else? Oh, here's a premise that I was working on. It's, um, as a perspective, I think surgeons and coroners have a unique take on life. Hear me out. They both cut you open, but they look at you from different sides. Surgeons when you're alive and coroners when you're dead, which made me think about what it is to be alive. And you think about the body and how everything works. And I don't know, it's just an idea. I have to, I'm working on it. Um, Why do we have pot bellies? Is it God's joke on us when we turn middle age, hit middle age? Here's go, here you're 50. Here's a nice pot belly for you. Hold this for now. Well, just a little bit lower. Which made me think God is old as fuck. God must have a pot belly. And I like the idea of God running around with a little tummy. Can you just see him tripping down the aisles at the grocery in the grocery store? Where do they keep the pickles? Shit, I forget the rest of that. Somebody left their notes up here, I'll do these jokes. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll leave you with this. Because I have OCD, people have asked me to explain the difference between obsessions and compulsions. When you have obsessions, you worry a lot. You avoid unlucky things like raisins. (laughs) Very unlucky. With compulsions, you repeat certain actions over and over. You touch and count whatever says, touch me, count me. It's Monday. Right? It's Monday. When I leave the house, I have to touch the kitchen table. Did I touch the kitchen table? It's Monday. I fight crime on Mondays. <laughs> All right. I don't really know. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> you got to be well educated. Lord crowd everyone. All right. You got to go touch people Yay. in the other room.
0: Yay, we've full room, of lovely people. Um, your next comedian, clap your hands together everybody for Jason King. Yay! <laughs>
16: Yeah, give it up for yourselves, everybody. Yeah, I uh, I just did my first comedy tour. I did a small comedy tour, I did five cities. Five cities in the Midwest, first time being in the Midwest, was really cool. Um, the last place I was was in Minnesota. People in Minnesota are super nice. I uh, started a fiasco in a bar and the bouncer kicked me out and he was like, can you leave, please? I feel like the last time that happened in New York, uh, the bouncer, threw me out and then fucked my girlfriend. <laughs> Very different level of nice. I uh, It was really cold. It was so cold that on my way to the last show, I saw a black dude getting robbed by someone who looked uncomfortably cold. I didn't realize this was happening at first, but then the black guy roasted him for being too cold. He was like, this man can't even say, give me your money. <laughs> he out here sounding like a 1992 Honda
12: Civic. go, 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 go.
16: Uh, Let's see, uh, while I was there, I was flirting with this girl in a bar and we hit it off. And at some point she goes, listen, I'm here with all my friends and our dates. However, I would like to keep talking to you, so can you pretend that you're gay? (laughs) And at this point I'm like, why can't you pretend that you're going to sleep and then drive to my house? Right? Like people people do that all the time. Like a girl will stop texting you at 7.30, fuck a dude, text you back at 11 a.m. and then be like, I was asleep for 14 hours. <laughs> no you weren't. Uh, and then it was at, at that point she like gets closer and she whispers and she's like, be gay for me. And I'm like, I've never heard a woman say that to me before. <laughs> uh, and then she like she gets closer and she's like, please. And it was at that moment that I called her a bitch because I wanted to play the part really well, you know? (laughs) Her boyfriend would look over, I'd be like, yes, bitch! (laughs) I didn't appreciate the implication that all gay people acted alike, you know? And I wanted to correct her, but I was too busy doing the act out that like I look like a hypocrite. I was like, we are not a monolith. <laughs> 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 we have different personalities. <laughs> um, yeah, so that happens. At some point she goes to the bathroom and she leaves me with her boyfriend cause she has no shame. And she goes to the bathroom and I have to now like talk to him directly. So I kind of do what my guy friends, what what my gay friends like do to me, the questions they ask me. Like my gay friends will come up to me, and this is what I did to him. I was like, uh, you ever tried gl- glory holes? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no. And I'm like, uh, do you wanna? <laughs> uh she eventually comes back after like 15 minutes, and she comes with like this really hot guy, you know, like the kind of guy you want to try glory holes with. And I'm like, "Who is this?" And then he's like, "I'm Craig." <laughs> and I turned to her, I was like, "You bitch." <laughs> I uh, let's see. Anybody in here listen to lo-fi music? Okay, all right. No, not fans. I uh, I get listening to lo-fi music, but I don't know why you'd ever become a lo-fi artist. You know? Like why would you make music that people play to not be distracted? Right? Like people make music to make people dance, to make people cry, and these lo fi artists make music for a YouTube unboxings. You know? <laughs> right? Like someone will review headphones on YouTube, play lo fi in the background, and then put on the headphone to try it and then play something better. Right? I talked to my friend about this. He was like, Do you think they're not talented? And I was like, No. It takes a certain amount of talent to make something that's so uncompelling. <laughs> that you don't notice it's on for 12 hours all right guys my time thank you very much
0: jay-z king everyone hooray hooray all right moving right along on the list keep clapping everybody for dan
15: Britain. what's going on y'all yeah. let me put my nerdy ass glasses down and then we'll get to
17: the hold on I got, I'm feeling myself playing in my headphones. Don't want to be distracted by hyphy, although we will get hyphy in this set. Oh, y'all don't like hyphy? All right, whatever. Uh. A couple of months ago, I was having sex with this woman that I didn't know for very long. In the middle of it, she goes, uh, ah, ah, I love you. <laughs> and so I stop and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why did you stop? I was like, well, you just fucking told me that you love me. She goes, oh, don't worry about that. I was thinking about somebody else. Wow, that was lukewarm. Uh, I've been sober for uh, three years now. Um, Hey, you know that means a lot to me. Thank you all. Um, My friends friends hate the fact that I'm sober. Every time I go out with them, they're like, Dan, take a shot, don't be a pussy. It's like, yeah, I'm such a pussy that I won't take a shot. Like, that's so ironic to me, because what they're saying is, man, Dan's such a coward. He won't drown his problems in hard liquor anymore. Look at Dan facing life's challenges head on like a bitch. <laughs> Do you guys see that BP and Shell like canceled all of their like business in Russia? Like they're out of Russia. You know how bad you gotta fuck up for titans of the oil industry to be like, guys, we have to pull out. What kind of people would we be if if we, if we let this happen? Another lukewarm response, okay. Um, But yeah, so part of my sobriety has been going to therapy. Um, My therapist seems to think that I have commitment issues. Probably because I flake on half of our sessions without telling him beforehand. (laughs) I'm not a therapist, but I personally think that he has abandonment issues because all I hear from this fucking guy is, you fucking left me here. (laughs) It's like, well, where did I leave you? I was just sitting here in my office. We'll get some fucking work done, man. Sitting here. Gas prices are out of control right now. I had to buy gas. I went to a gas station. I uh, put the money on my uh, credit card. I just told the guy, the clerk, I was like, just give me $50 on four. And he goes, oh, don't worry. If you uh, have less gas, then you just get automatic credit back to your card. And I was like, awesome, because who doesn't like a refund, you know? So I go, I put the thing in the van and I'm pumping it up and the guy and I make contact and I'm like hey man I'm excited for my refund and he's like hey man and then I turn when it goes and I look and it was like three quarters of a tank you know how fucking depressing that is to pay $50 and not even get a full tank of gas and I look back at the guy and he's just like I don't know what to tell you okay so Carnegie Hall tomorrow okay um Am I the only one who, whenever I'm like driving around in a neighborhood looking for parking, I'm kind of like the Terminator just going boo, 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 boo? I guess so. I found out the other day that dogs can sneeze. You guys know about that? I was babysitting my brother's dog and she goes, and she has a huge booger fly out of her nose. But then she has to like shake it off so she goes, bleh, 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 and the booger goes, I <laughs> I didn't really know what I deserved to have her bu- her mucus on me, but my brother was like, Alright, have fun, you two, this weekend. And I was like, I'm not excited for this at all. Anyway, thank you guys. Good night.
0: Dan Britton. Yeah. Alright. We're just jamming through everybody. Here we go. Um, a lady, yay, Amy Stringer. Woo! Yeah.
18: Hello, Um, I just got back from a trip to Hawaii, Maui. Are you jealous? You should be, it was amazing. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like while I was laying by the pool and, and drinking pina coladas and hiking through bamboo forests and wading through waterfalls on the other side of the world, it is hell on earth, it is quite the dissonance. Um, yeah, starting off on a light subject. Um, but I was there with my, my niece. It was my niece's second birthday. Um, are there any aunts or uncles here? Yeah. And I, I love being an aunt, it is the best. It is because you get all the fun. Without any of the hard work, you know, you can you can you can get all the playing and all the loving, and when she just starts screaming or gets a poopy diaper, I'm like, here you go. I'm done. This is your job. You signed up for it, not me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is going great. Um, I I took a workshop called um, Shame Resilience for White People. <laughs> Isn't that a ridiculous name? Shame resilience. Have you ever heard of that before? Shame resilience. It was so interesting. Honestly, it was really eye-opening and amazing, but what I got from it was that white people have so much shame as historically we should that and we're such so sensitive and like such little bitches about everything that we need to learn from non-white people how to rise up above our shame. Um, and the, the point is because change cannot happen from a place of shame. Um, and so there's there's a, a group of people I've been thinking about a lot, and that is the straight white men. <laughs> um, there are a lot of uh, there are a good amount of you here.. Um, yeah, you you seem are you a straight white man? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> are are you sure? This is a safe space. You can yeah. Okay. Just just making sure cuz as a collective um you seem, you know, as a as a group, you seem really sensitive about a lot of stuff and that's because I think um as straight white men, you have like double the shame of of being straight and and being white and being men are like triple the shame actually. Um and and I'm I'm a, a white bisexual woman and so I'm like, you know, like one and a half rungs above you on the this ladder of shame. Um and so as someone who is You know, just slightly above you, I'd like to take the time to woman-splain something. Um, Squirting is not the same as having an orgasm. Thank you. (laughs) Amy Stringer, everyone. Climbing
0: the ladder, one rung at a time. Uh, Yeah, your next comedian, he's... He's a new guy, he's excited, and he's filming, so make it sound really loud, I guess. Clap (laughs) your hands (laughs) together for Guy Rubin, yay! Keep
13: it going for your host, everybody. How's everyone doing? I love girls. Thanks. But girls, they say stupid stuff sometimes, you know? Like the other day, my girl, she was like, you know what sounds good? Olive Garden. And I was like, what do you mean sounds good? Like, what are you gonna listen to the lasagna? You know, like, okay, that was new and didn't work. <laughs> um, yeah, like, could you just imagine, like, taking a of DM, putting it by your ear and just going like, mm, this sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I don't know, man. Maybe I was starting a little misogynistic but uh yeah you know i think my girl like she's just on her period all the time but you know you don't want to say that you know you don't want to tell her that so like instead of going like yo you know like is it the time of the month like i'm trying to be low-key i'm always like yo is it the end of the sentence like what's going on with you and uh yeah we broke up yeah it's pretty sad stuff um i'm not good with long-term relationships I think the longest relationship I've had was about nine months with my mom, and uh, yeah, I still remember the day of the breakup. Yeah, she was moaning so loud, and then finally, I came out of her vagina. Um, yeah, I took that breakup very hard. You know, I still remember the, like the like right after the breakup, I just couldn't stop crying. You know, I still remember what it sounded like. It was like. Wah! Ah! <laughs> Dude, I'm loving this right now. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, like the thing is, is that I um, like after the breakup, you know, every now and then we would still like, you know, we were on and off, you know, like I would just like she would just pick me up, and put me on her lap and I would suck her nipples now and then. And yeah, you know, I'm just talking about my mom provocatively to a bunch of people I don't know. This is good decisions in life I make. I make good decisions. Yeah, so um what's what? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't write a set, so I just came off the top of the head, but it's okay. Um mm, what else I got? Yeah, so I mean I feel kind of bad for my parents, you know, because like I know my mom's putting me because of the noise she makes, when people ask her about me. You know, like they'll be like, So Michal, what does your son do? My mom's like my son stands on a stage and talks to drunk people about his penis. And they're like, oh, so he's an erectile dysfunction group therapist? Yes. But he also thinks he's a comedian. I don't know. Oh, wow. Is he famous? No. No. Is he getting paid? No. No, no uh well is he good no no he's terrible i'm trying to, i feel like all you guys heard this already where it just sucks but uh yeah like i'm just trying the same jokes gotta write some new stuff um how you guys doing how you doing good good amazing amazing yeah so um guys you know i'm just gonna leave you with a piece of advice if you go to an open mic Come prepared, you know. Like come with like, <laughs> come with jokes, you know. And and write them and look at them, read them, and impress people with your jokes. You know, we're all sad. Like, why are we all here? You know, we we have nothing better to do. I'm, I'm gonna leave with that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, guys. My name is Guy Rubin. Guy Rubin. Thank you, everybody. Yay! <laughs> I'm high. I don't know about you. I'm having a good time. <laughs> your next comedian. <laughs> Sometimes I get to play magic with him. That's fun too. Uh, clap your hands together for Josh Kotsky. Yay!
19: Hello. I don't have any. Cool impression, so I feel a little bit out of place tonight, but it's all right. Uh, my mom posted on Facebook yesterday, which is rarely a good thing. I feel like, with the exception of Pam's wonderful, wonderful post, uh, everyone over the age of 50 who posts on Facebook is posting something along the lines of uh, syringes are the devil's dick and the vaccine is his cum shot. And it's like over a picture of one of the minions from Despicable Me for some reason, kind of implying that Gru was the leader of QAnon. I don't know. This post was uh, especially interesting to me. Uh, my mom posted, uh, Humans are disgusting. War is hell. Did you know that humans are the only animals on the planet that kill each other for any reason other than eating each other? I was like, yeah, I'm on board for some of that. Like, war is hell. I fucking hate people. But are you suggesting that we stop fighting or start eating each other? Like, kind of sounds like, you know, war sucks but add a little little cannibalism and you got yourself a buffet. Who doesn't love a good buffet? I don't know. Also, her premise was flawed. Like... Humans are the only animals that kill each other for a reason besides eating each other. That's wrong. Some animals kill each other because Michael Vick told them to. We're bringing back Michael Vick jokes. He got off too easy with, I don't even know if he got a sentence or anything. He just, like, got shitty comedians to make jokes about him. Uh, I don't like neo-Nazis. Not to be edgy, but I don't like neo-Nazis. It just seems weird to me that you would devote so much time to, like, a Keanu Reeves matrix character like I get it agent Smith will not replace us it Just seems, no, I I get what neo-nazis are They're They're like Nazis, but they're new. So they call themselves neo-nazis Which just seems lazy right like you can think of a thousand different names for minorities But then you have to name yourselves. and You're just like new Nazis Oh. I, uh, just name yourself something cool, like, I don't know, the Jew Haters Club, and you can spell, like, haters with a Z to retain your Nazi roots, because that's, like, the coolest part of that word. I don't know, just something so that when Indiana Jones 12 comes along, Harrison Ford has some cool group to fight against. That's really all I care about. Um, I don't know. See, your advice of making jokes before doesn't always work. Uh, yeah, I miss a bunch of stuff. Whatever. Uh, da-da-da-da-da, da 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 uh, yeah, that's about right. I don't like the Proud Boys, but at least they made, like, a new name, you know. They weren't just the neo-racist, Proud Boys. Is it a good name? No. Is it a, is it a strong name? No. Uh, does it sound like a bunch of dudes who meet up and fuck in the Folsom Street Fair? A little bit? It's like, who are those dudes sucking each other off? Those are the Proud Boys. Um, I also just learned that the Proud Boys, nothing to do with the Proud family. Completely shocking. None of you watched that. That's cool. We're going to end on that. This has been a weird night. Thanks, everybody.
0: Yeah, keep laughing for weirdness. And Josh Kotsky, woo! It is. Hey, I'm excited. We've had some really interesting and unique drop-ins like your next one. I mean, I'm excited. He's on the Mutiny Radio stage. Put your hands together, everyone, for Ryan Goodcase. Yay!
14: Yes, interesting drop-in alert. Hi, how's it going, everybody? Uh, I just flew in from the Midwest uh, yesterday, and I was in the airport. I bought one of those uh, neck pillows, you know those neck pillows that feel like you're being choked by a beanie baby? Uh, Those are cool. It was very arousing being choked by a beanie baby i certainly would have an erection if all the blood wasn't being squeezed into my head Uh, And I will not get an erection on a plane again. That is bad news. That's too tight quarters to be hard, right? You're sitting there and the flight attendant comes by and is like hey sir put your tray up and I'm like I can't (laughs) All right. Uh, I have a very specific fear when it comes to flying. I have this fear that I'll be on a plane and we'll start experiencing turbulence, like really bad turbulence. And everyone's looking around worried. And the pilot's like, uh, sorry, we have to make an emergency landing. And everyone's freaking out. And I go to reach for the person's hand next to me. And they go, ew. That's my biggest fear. Um, but, yeah, I was in the Midwest doing comedy, which is uh, interesting. Higher stakes out there. Because, um, you know, comedy clubs here have comment cards. In the Midwest, they have open carry laws. So... There's just the threat of being shot at any time. At the end, I was egging them on. I was trying to get shot on stage because I know that would pop off on TikTok. That clip would be my most watched clip. I'd be the first comedian who gives big break in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, but Yeah, exactly, sir. Thanks for the tag. Um, I'll split my time with this guy right here. Uh, what was I talking about? Getting shot? There's, oh, yeah, I liked fucking with the people there, though. Uh, I told them, you know, everyone's worried about San Francisco COVID laws and I was like, yeah, it's really strict. Restaurants in San Francisco now require proof that you haven't listened to Joe Rogan in the past 72 hours. That's <laughs> uh, insane. Uh, but the real reason I do a comedy in the Midwest, I get laid way more in the Midwest than I do here. I don't know why. Can't explain it. I don't think they have guys like me out there, really. Uh, here, I'm a dime a dozen, but in the Midwest, if you're not, like, you know, blue-collar guy you're like a hot commodity like oh you voted for biden please have sex with me uh i'm pretty sure i've had sex with every bisexual woman named emily in kansas <laughs> like there can't be more than two right uh the first one was a steel worker real rosie the riveter type her pussy tasted like rust <laughs> i was told that's misogynist i just think it's funny listen if i was gay I would joke about what dick tastes like. It's just a funny thing to say, okay? All right. Uh, I don't know why I attract bisexual women. Uh, I do. I just pretend not to know why. Uh, I'm not very masculine, right? Like, uh, I'm the kind of guy who will get thrown off by how heavy a door is. Has that ever happened to you? You got to open a door, and you put in all the energy you think you're going to need, and then you only open it like six inches. And then you've got to decide whether to, like, squat down and go for a second effort or to slither through the six inches you've created <laughs> and just hope that there's no one behind you waiting to op- hold the door for them. you got to decide. That's the thing you have to do. <coughs> yep. <coughs> last thing to say uh, was the last thing I said. But... Don't you think it's odd that the person who coined the term horseback riding felt the need to specify where on the horse the person was riding? (laughs) Like, I would have assumed the back. If you told me you went uh, horse riding, I wouldn't have been like, how does it see if you're on its face? (laughs) Uh, My favorite sexual position is uh, reverse cowgirl, which is when the horse is on top. Uh, All right, that's been my time. I'm Ryan Goodcase. Enjoy the rest of your lives. Thank you
0: right good case everyone hooray all right uh we're gonna have time for everybody and it's um it's show just keeps getting better put your hands together for sam carroll yay
20: i too am afraid of flying i bought a parachute i fly with a parachute and the exit row i just wear it on my back now everyone else is afraid of flying what's up now I'm afraid of a lot of things. I can't poop in public where my clenched king's at. I got a uh, room of toilets arthritis. Went to the doctor. He said I had room of toilets arthritis. Room of toilets arthritis, all right, all right. I don't know, I don't, I don't trust him. It's the same doctor that told my mom she had type two autoerotic anaphylaxis. So, I don't know what to make of that, all right. I, ca- I couldn't get a sitter tonight. My kid's outside in the car with a note on the window. Says nothing valuable inside. He got arrested by a crooked cop. He had scoliosis. And Herpes simplex was complicated. Before COVID, I was a masseuse. Then robots took my job and had sex with my wife. She had a body like an hourglass. Big feet and big head. Thin vagina. Sandy. It was thin and thin and sandy pussy. You can't, you can't say that though, because that's misogynist, right, Ryan? Alright. Alright. Nuclear family's unstable. Last week, found out my mom's got type 2 autoerotic anaphylaxis. Side effect of a peanut allergy. Her throat closes up. She starts to masturbate. <laughs> I went over there with one of my sisters to check on her, and she's drunk. And she says to us, what am I getting great-grandchildren out of the two of you? And we're like, Mom, if we do that, they're going to come out fucked up. All right? It's 2022. We got pesticides in the chicken. We got, we got GMOs in, in toothpaste. And we start talking about making sweet fuck to it. Next of kin, we got a baby coming out looking like a racerhead. head, all right? No, I didn't, I didn't say that. that was very. I did not say that. My mom would have spanked me, and uh, she doesn't know who David Lynch is, so. But my sister heard me say that, and and she was like, oh, I don't like that joke because of the incestuous implications, and I said, psh, incestuous implications? Pump the brakes, Quasimodo. That one's not about you. You're my ugliest sister. I'd never have sex with you. Scurry back to the hole from whence you came. She knew what I meant. She put on peanut butter war paint, crawled out my mom's vagina. Like Benjamin Button, if you watch it backwards. If you watch that movie, Backwards, it's about a dude who lives in a world where everyone else ages backwards. And at the end of the movie, he's laid to rest by a team of doctors in his mother's vagina. I don't know why his set has so much mom vagina in it, but it does. No you're going to deal with it. Yeah, she, she, like Benjamin Button. Like Benjamin Button. You know what that movie reminds you got to watch Benjamin Button backwards. Reminds me that it's like more symbolic with the subtitles on. It reminds me of that tattoo of that, you know, it's like a snake head, and then the snake body wraps around. You know that tattoo? It's called the Ouroboros. It's the snake eating its own ass. Reminds me of that movie. I don't know why it does, but it does. I bet Marilyn Manson has that tattoo on his body. For those of you that don't know, Marilyn Manson got a rib removed so he could suck his own penis. I think that's ridiculous. For me, I would have gotten my penis enlarged. Would have, that's the surgery I would have got. That's how I would have solved that. I think he got the idea from Adam in the Bible, though, because in the Bible, there's Adam gets his rib removed to suck his dick, probably. I don't know. Got room with toilets, arthritis. I asked my doctor, I said, why do I have room of toilet's arthritis? He said, most of the time it's because people have trauma, like any stressor, there's an, initial, there's an initial trauma. Do you have any trauma, Sam? I said, yes, when I was 11 or 12 years old, I defecated in my best friend Nick's hot tub when his mom was in it and it was her birthday. And, and it was very embarrassing because everyone knew it was me because there was a chemical and that turned all the water around me, the color of shit brown. So, all right, have a good, have a good night. <laughs>
0: Yay, Sam. All right, I hope she's wearing a midriff today. I think about her every day, and and I do. In the weirdest, co- I've been c- cutting up t-shirts, and I try to wear them, and I'm, then I'm not brave enough. I actually have a shirt, and it says Holocaust Acknowledger, and it's a midriff. Maybe I can <laughs> loan it to you. Put your hands together for Denise Lee.
21: Wow, what an what what an introduction! I really I really have no <laughs> words. Um, oh my gosh, I am pretty stressed with work right now. I am just one work email away from creating an OnlyFans account. <sighs> okay, jokes. <laughs> um, all right, so. Um, let's just start off with the the crop top. Why not? (laughs) So my parents are very religious. So my my parents are Buddhist, uh, which you can tell then by looking at me that I uh, am a disappointment, right? Uh, My parents hate the way that I dress, like my mom especially. Every time she sees me, she's like, Denise, Buddha is against wearing revealing clothing. And I'm just like, Buddha is a little asshole, okay? Buddha is literally half naked in every single picture I've ever seen. Like, don't tell me to cover up if you can't keep your nipples fully covered in your robes, okay? Uh, Let's see. Uh, my, uh, My English name is Denise, and so my parents are Chinese immigrants, so my Chinese name is... Also, Denise. Uh, my parents only gave me one name. Okay, my parents gave me a white girl named Denise Lee. If you Google it, it's just a white woman from Florida who got murdered. That is, that is the, that is the legacy. <laughs> uh, but my mom, but my parents gave me an American name because they didn't want the kids at school to be racist towards me. Uh, on the playground, if you know, they heard an Asian-sounding name, but I think they forgot the part where uh, they can still see me, so <laughs> that didn't work out too well. I grew up in Texas. My elementary school mascot was an, was the Indian, so <laughs> things just weren't going to be great anyway. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Have you guys seen that uh, feature on phones, like the do not disturb feature where you like turn it on and then like you silence all your notifications? Yeah, so recently started using the do not disturb feature on my phone. Super helpful way to uh, lie to myself that nobody's texting me. Uh, every time, every time I feel a little sad that I'm, you know, not getting a no- any notifications, I just turn it on. I'm just like, oh, you know, <laughs> I'm just trying to stay busy. Okay. Um, I, I mm, 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 okay. I, I wish I had the look of somebody who was fun in school. You know, like I wish I looked like someone who partied hard in school. But uh, people usually meet me, and they're just like in school she was in student government, okay? Or Model UN, or somewhere with a lot of bureaucracy and rules. Um, that used to be better. Okay, we'll, we'll just go back to the old way of doing things. Um, I'm very bad at flirting. I, I think one of the reasons I'm very bad at flirting is because I have this NPR podcast host voice I can't get rid of. No, I think, thank you. I think it's because uh, my parents made me learn English from listening to public radio news. Like, my first word in English was genocide. Kind of just generally not a super romantic word out there. I mean, I'm also just generally bad at flirting. Like, I remember once I was talking to a guy, and he was like, what's your favorite position? And I was just like, "Uh, usually fetal position. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Okay, I'll leave you... (laughs) I wish that was a lie. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave you guys with this. I, I, I feel like I, I, I know I'm getting older because I feel like my excuses to not hang out with people uh, sound fake now, even though they're real. Everyone keeps ha- asking me to hang out at night, and I'm just like, I can't. I have to go defrost a salmon at home, so that's what I'm going to go to now. Okay, bye. Denise Lee,
0: going to defrost a salmon. Bye, guys. Thank you for coming. That's super exciting that you were here, yay. Um, Your next comedian, he, um, I like to joke that he's the ghost of my aborted son. Uh, put your hands together for Mike Evans Jr., yay! Oh, he's coming back. Oh, okay. Um, Then I didn't tell people who was next. D- Dan, you wanna go? Everybody, all the way from Boston, Daniel Guan, yay!
11: guys, give me a go for Pam guys, yeah. Oh, good to be here. Yeah, I am from Boston, and I know you guys are surprised, but yes, there are uh, Asian people in Boston, believe it or not. All five of us, yes, all five of us. Two of us are funny, um, and I'm not, and I'm not one of them. But I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, I one thing uh, uh, as a Chinese person, I realized something recently that I find that a lot of white people are afraid to say my last name. Cause uh, my last name is Guan, just four letters, G U A N. I explained this to my wife friend's woke wife the other day, and uh, all she responded back was Wait, is it Dan Huan? And I'm like, Where'd you get the accent from? Speak English, Catherine. <laughs> it gets worse with mill names, I'm telling you this. Like my middle name is in Chinese, it's uh it's Donghua. And uh, I feel like a lot of people, when they see uh, ethnic middle names, they expect there's like there's some deeper meaning, like uh, one with God. So then I asked my mom the other day, I said, hey, what does my Chinese name mean? And she was like, oh, right. Uh, it just means Chinese guy. And I'm like, did you give me that middle name or did the government give me that middle name? All right. You guys uh, all got, all got uh, real names and that's cool. You know, I appreciate that. Um, I had an identity crisis when I was 10, too, with that name as well. Like one time, uh, my third grade teacher kept calling me Dan Guen after my Vietnamese friend corrected her how to pronounce the last name N-G-U-Y-E-N. And if you don't know how to pronounce that, I don't even know either, actually. <laughs> so then I went back to my mom, I told her the story, and then all she said was, oh man, I can't believe that she uh, knows you're adopted. Like, that's so fucking crazy. Um yeah but uh i I am from Boston, and uh, I think one of the craziest things about being Asian in Boston is that a lot of people sometimes doubt you're actually from there. Like my family's been living in Boston for thirty years, and I think my dad's the most Boston person that I know. Like he loves his socks, he drives recklessly, and he's racist. so like what what are we really missing here? One time actually i was at a I was at a power tool store uh, with him, and then the store associate looked at both of us, and she just said, Uh-uh, no. I ain't talking to him. i want only going to talk to you because I don't deal well with accents here. And I was like, accents? My da- That's not my dad giving a Chinese accent. That's him giving his best impression of a Boston accent. The stupid thing now is that he just thinks that, yeah, I drop the R's all the time. Like, now he says things like, car is ka, or Harvard Yard is Havit Yard. And uh, how are you is, uh, why didn't you buy me a car and go to Havit instead? <laughs> um... Uh, speaking of languages, uh, I am trilingual, guys. Uh, so uh, that means I speak three languages. I speak uh, Chinese, French, uh, and pretentiousness. And uh, being, uh, you know, speak and being speaking French is pretty cool as an Asian person because I like to. I couldn't. I can't confuse people anymore. You know, uh, like uh, one, like you, they either think that I'm either a really smart, educated Asian man, or a really rich Chinese billionaire. So, like, which one is it? And the, and the crazy thing about Crazy Rich Asians as well is that they also ruin clothes for me. Like, I can't wear Supreme anymore because now people just think I'm a Asian fuckboy. I can't wear uh, Louis Vuitton because then people think I sling drugs. And then if I wear both, uh, I just look like a guy that just goes to school here in Berkeley. So, um, what's up to deal with that? All right, you guys have been great. Thanks so much, guys. I've been Dan Guan. I hope to get my pick one.
0: Yay, Dan Guan, all the way from Boston. Did, um, did, there he is. Hey, clap your hands together, everybody. For Mike Evans Jr. Yay!
22: Yes, took took a giant shit at, uh, at Asiento. I, I, I couldn't do it here just because, you know, I, I did not want to blow up the station and then all of a sudden that's what you're, you know, I don't want to distract people from the smells. Um, so I'm single. Um, (laughs) as you can tell from that shit story. I, um, I don't know. I don't know if I talked about this last week, but I I have a hard time sending dick pictures. I don't know how you guys feel. I feel like there's no like right angle to send a dick picture when like, when girls send naked photos, it doesn't matter if you're in front of the mirror or like, you know, over like this, or there's always a good angle. I'm never gonna be like, ah, oh, I wish there was more light, you know, but for dick pics, what's, what's a good angle for a dick picture? Is it this, is it, do you want my face in it? I'm curious for those who Makes some noise if you like getting dick pictures. No, okay. That's the thing. <laughs> well, the thing is, what I started doing, I started so anytime a girl asks me for a dick picture, I start. I just look up dick pictures on Google and I just send them the best one that I find. Yeah, they're always black. I have to, right? But I do that because like, there's never been a time where like a girl's like checked afterwards. She like sees my dick. She's never like holding up her phone like, wait a minute. <laughs> This is Kevin. <laughs> this isn't you. <laughs> Let's see what else I have to talk about. Um fuck, I should have brought this up before. I walked up here. Um, if a girl was hot enough, like if she was like really, really attractive, but her name was Adolf. Would you still fuck? No? If she was like really attractive. If she looked like she looked like Rihanna. You still right? Okay. Right? <laughs> Huh? Just the name. Just, just just the name Adolf. But what if like, you know, she adds it on to sex, it's like, do you like this Adolf pussy? And you gotta be like, I love that Adolf pussy. <laughs> Would that make it weird? If it's still Rihanna? <laughs> You're like this can't be your real name. Um <laughs> What else? I feel like uh I don't know, the Rock is a very famous person, right? I think he's the most famous person in the world, but Anytime you think of The Rock in a movie, no one remembers his character name in the movie. Think about it. Any movie you ever thought about, remember that movie when The Rock saved that person from that building? It's never his character, never. Scorpion King, fucking San Andreas, even any movie ever. You've seen The Rock in movies, right? But you've never thought of his character name. That's my whole point. <laughs> That's my whole point. Only works with certain people, The Rock, like Shaq. You know, this, who? The rock is a character. It's true. Um, no that's, that's, that's just something I thought about. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else I have. Mm. Oh yeah, when I'm high, I feel like I'm like I act like my dad, and when I'm drunk, I feel like I act like my mom. I just feel like when I'm high, I'm just like very just like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go anywhere, fuck these people. I don't want to be social. You know? But when I'm drunk, I'm like, I love you so much. Where are you? Are you OK? I God, did I tell you how much I love you? I don't know if I did. <laughs> I feel like that's the stark differences. My dad doesn't tell me he loves me. Um And I guess I'll end with this. <laughs> uh, dementia. Um My grandma has dementia, and like, you know, it's a scary thing, but sometimes I get a little bit jealous. Because my grandma, she's this old black lady from the South who, like, she doesn't remember that Trump won. And I'm so jealous. I'm like, you, that whole thing just it's not a part of your memory at all. And, like, my grandma's the scariest person in her retirement home because she's the only one who can, like, walk. Like, everyone else is in a wheelchair. And, like, <laughs> when she gets in the fight, she just stands up and it scares the shit out of everybody. It's hilarious. Like, she, we, were standing in, we were standing in line to get oatmeal. Well, she was like sitting down at the time. She was like, that bitch took the last bowl of oatmeal. I'm like, raise up on these niggas, Grandma. I'll raise up on them real quick, you know? But she has dementia, and so recently when she's getting into fights, she always gets away with it, because at the end, she's like, oh, I don't remember. I, d- I didn't know that that happened. And she gets away with it. It's crazy. I was like, you can get away with beating people up. Like, Grandma, you're a black lady in the South who somehow figured out how to be a white man in America. <laughs> My name is Mike. Thank you very much.
0: Yay, Mike Evans Jr. You, we have four left, and I swear we'll hit you all in. Um, we can get you all in. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Martin Lobato.
23: What's up, everybody? I'm just here to rant a little bit. Fucking gas prices are too fucking high. I'm ready to I'm ready to invade the Ukraine, my goddamn self. Anyways. <laughs> With that being said, man, the fucking Ukraine going off. You know, it's a funny age that we live in because the TikToks here is little stupid dances and other bullshit. And in the Ukraine, the TikToks over there is how to start a fucking abandoned tank. It's crazy. And it's all done by women, by the way. It's fucking hot. I think I'm going to go to the Ukraine to find a wife. Jesus Christ. Anyways, gas prices, crazy. I'm going to have to get in contact with my cousins in Mexico because they steal gas. And I'm going to have to figure out how to do that shit here. Right on. Getting back in touch with my roots. I love it. I don't know. This is uh one of the first times I've been up on stage, probably like, what, the third, fourth time? Just working out on it. These are just thoughts right now, I'm free balling. <laughs> Let's see here, I'm gonna pull out the little handy dandy notebook. Blues, fucking clues. <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah, so, if the draft was to come to the US, I'd be the first one to tell them, I got a criminal record, I don't think I could go, man. Because fuck that. Uh, First off, I don't know about that whole thing that's going on, you know, with the whole Vietnam thing. It was bullshit. This kind of turns out to be bullshit. And I think the reason why we're flipping out about the Ukraine is because it's not us fucking up the little country. It's another country. And they're not brown. They're white. So (laughs) that's why we're bringing attention to it. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, technically, the Ukrainians are Nazis. Or there's, like, a special forces crew out there that they're apparently Nazis. So it's like, all right. Like, I wonder what would happen if I join up that regiment. I wonder what they'll think of me. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I don't know. Other than that, that's all I got for tonight. Thank you, guys.
0: Marla telling us about the world. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Hunter Uniac. Yay. <laughs> Ooh, Hunter.
12: I'm sorry, Sam was borrowing my phone and I was like yelling at him for it. All right. Yeah, I was gonna try to record my set and he fucking used my phone. All right. I know it is. I know it's recording. <laughs> he throws me my phone. All right. How are we doing, guys? Fuck yeah. I love it. Um, I, and what do you guys feel about the three day weekend? You guys, you heard about how like they're trying to make that a thing? Yeah, right. You guys, you guys are into it? Yeah. I think the three day weekend should be for uh, military service members, all right? Especially Ukrainian and Russian service members right now with a war going on, you know? Just imagine that, like, no, you can't bomb, you Kiev on Monday, you know? Like, no, 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 no fucking war crimes. It's Tuesday. It's a four-day work week. You know, just just disband the military, people. <laughs> let's just disband. Let's, get, let's give them a seven-day weekend. All right. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't start recording my set after that. <laughs> <laughs> Having fun. Um, I started to become religious lately, and um, I don't think God's happy with me for that because I'm just praying to God. I'm like, you know, dear God, um, please send me a whore. All right, like I'm all my I'm praying to God for sexual favors right now. That's all I've been fucking doing. COVID's been lonely, but it's been fucking lonely for God, you know. All right. <laughs> You guys are acting like it's God right now. It's like Hunter, stop praying. I wish you were an atheist again. All right, that's funny. Um, uh, I I look homeless, but I'm actually a carpenter. You know, which explains why I look like this. Actually, um, I was pouring concrete today. All right, you know how like, you know, like whenever you see a fresh thing of concrete and you always put your initials in it. Yeah, um, I do that on the daily. Do you understand how fucking horrible that is? Because I I don't know if you guys have a joke about this. Just fuck it, I'll just say the joke. Um, I'm too immature to be a carpenter because I just draw dicks on the inside of walls and people's homes are remodeling. You know what I mean? They don't see that. So like, you know, when I do all the stuff and it's all finished, like there's just fucking tons of penises on the inside of people's walls. And like that's in the living room and like what's family memories are made, you know what I mean? And then kids draw on the walls and they're actually tracing over the dicks that I drew on the inside of walls. I stand by this. All right. Don't, don't fucking report me. Don't report me. All right. If you report me to OSHA, I'll get a raise. All right, but yeah, like so like with the concrete stuff too, like I just draw dicks on concrete as well. You know what I mean? And like it's so weird to do that because people think like that's a horrible initial and I'm like it's not. It's two penises. All right, we're having fun. <laughs> At least I am. <laughs> um, I'll do this one. I'm sorry, this is unprofessional guys, but I'm gonna check my notes and you know what? My notes, my phone froze. So you know what? I heard that, fuck you. (laughs) I love you too. But you know what? Everybody, boo me, because
0: this has been a set. (laughs) Hunter Udiac, everyone, hooray. Have a piece of candy, Hunter. Have a piece of, have a chip. It'll feel better in the morning. Uh, eat a potato chip uh, two comedians left everybody your next one. Clap your hands wildly. He has a great show coming up on Wednesday At the Lush lounge clap 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 for Mike Bonds. yay
24: oh, Thank you. Thank you white people for coming out to this all-black show tonight Now speaking of cancel culture, you know everybody's everybody's trying to cancel Russia now I hear this shit You know what I mean right, trying to cancel Russia, and I mean, it, it's it's well said, Russia should be canceled, you know what I mean, no more vodka and all that shit, and I heard Netflix just canceled their subscription with Russia, you know what I'm saying, that's fucked up, like, like, Russia needs Netflix and chill right now, you know what I'm saying, no, seriously, man, it's it's fucked up, because we should have canceled a couple of countries a while ago, you know what I'm saying, like, we should have canceled North Korea already, you know what I'm saying, we, we should have canceled North Korea a long time ago, I'm sorry, you know, you know, that's a country we should have canceled. Um, definitely uh china a while ago we should have canceled them a while ago they i'm just saying these are countries that should have been canceled already before this whole thing you know man you got your tough crowd all right oh man uh what's my next joke uh i was thinking of another joke um Give me a second, uh, right. uh here we go. I'm drawing a blank, I wrote a joke and I'm drawing a blank, here we go. All right, I'm not gonna do that joke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, okay. Uh, but I had some really good jokes uh, on hold. No, seriously. <laughs> Speaking of low-key racism in San Francisco, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of low-key racism in San Francisco, Uh, the other day me and my my African American buddy were walking down the street and uh, police pulled up on us and flashed their lights and we looked at each other like oh shit they're about to fuck with us you know two brothers walking down the street so we thought of the best thing to do we started holding hands the police drove up on us and